The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Welcome to the I Want to Believe podcast. I'm Nomar Slevic, and today we're doing something a little bit different in celebration of, and more honestly, in promotion of my new book, Granite Skies, A Disconcerted Journey Through the Unknown. I wanted to share with you a portion of one of the first-hand conversations that I had with Mike Stevens, who is the subject of my new book. This discussion involves his first encounter back in the early 80s, and it also contains some hypno-regression therapy that Mike went through. It is a little hard to listen to, but that is part of what we're trying to bring forward with this book. It's Mike's full story, not just the pretty parts or the interesting parts, but the ugly and the sad. So thank you for keeping that in mind as you listen to everything. Also, we do have a GoFundMe that is up and running for people that would like to donate any amount of money to help us get this book published. The link for that is in the show notes, so check it out. Thank you so much for supporting everything that Mike is doing, and thanks for supporting all the things that I do with the documentaries and the the books and the podcasts. And I'm just a storyteller trying to tell people's stories, and this is an important one. Important one. Important one. Important one. It could be said that one of Hollywood's most prolific years in movie production occurred in 1983. There were numerous sequel misfires such as Psycho 2, Jaws 3D, Superman 3, and Amityville 3D. Conversely, it was one of Hollywood's brightest moments with the release of Star Wars Return of the Jedi and the discovery and embracement of Stephen King's brand of horror with the releases of The Dead Zone, Cujo, and Christine. A lesser-known sci-fi movie was released in September of 1983 called Strange Invaders. It did not perform well at the box office and was originally the second movie in a, quote, strange trilogy after its 1981 predecessor, Strange Behavior. 
The concept was abandoned after Strange Invaders, but the movie spoke to numerous points in modern ufology. There were researchers from an organization called the National Center for UFO Studies. For many current researchers in the field, this will harken back to J. Allen Hynek's Center for UFO Studies, whose archives are still available to this day. The website is cufos.org. A plot point in the movie is that of the Eisenhower administration and how they may have entered into a secret, long-term treaty with representatives from another planet. Again, astute UFO researchers would be hard-pressed not to think of the reports of Eisenhower interrupting a Palm Springs vacation to meet with aliens. HuffPost reported, quote, The story about Eisenhower's close encounter of the very personal kind, where he reportedly met with Nordic-looking aliens, supposedly unfolded while the president was vacationing in Palm Springs, California in February 1954. Per the Eisenhower Library in Abilene, Kansas, it was merely an emergency trip to the dentist. Whether you believe this story or not, an interesting related side story reared its head in 2010. A retired New Hampshire state representative, Henry McElroy Jr., taped an intriguing video announcement in which he revealed seeing a secret briefing document intended for Eisenhower. This document, according to McElroy, contained information that aliens were in America and that Eisenhower could meet with them." End quote. For me personally, HuffPost is not my go-to information provider, but they did concisely marry the Eisenhower meetings with the McElroy video. If nothing else, it sheds more light on New Hampshire's quiet stronghold on notable ufological events. Now, another notable event from 1983, only whispered about in certain UFO circles, is that of Mike Stevens. It was a late spring, early summer evening in Southampton, New Hampshire. The sun was only hinting of its slow departure to the west when a young boy walked about a family function inside of his grandmother's home. So we were there at my grandmother's house. It seemed like there was some type of family function going on because there were other people there, like my aunts, uncles, that sort of thing. And the way the house was set up, if you walked, like, you came into the house through the kitchen, and then to get to anywhere else, you had to go through the dining room. And off the dining room was like a three-season sun porch that overlooked the backyard. And as I walked by that, there was like an immediate, like, urge her calling to get outside. It was dark out, so so then I don't remember how I got outside, but I find myself in the driveway. But I find my cousin out there as well, and she's about six months older than I am. Um, and we're both just kind of standing there. And the next thing you know, you see the woods are behind my grandmother's house. There's this like bright red, like backlight glow to them all of a sudden. And as that's happening, you see this saucer-shaped craft emerge to above the tree line. Um, from there, the craft like floated its way across the lawn towards us. There used to be a big tree there, and it parked itself just to the uh, side of it, closer to the side where the other house was. You know, we can kind of start to get a good look at this thing, and it's 45 feet in the air, probably like. 40 feet wide, maybe, you know, maybe it was 50, I don't know. But at least 40, and then, you know, it was prob that was the width, and then the height was probably like half that. You know, it's got 
you know, that classic saucer shape to it. Um, and it's got this, what seems like a, you know, metal bodied hull or, you know, it's shiny chrome-like or, you know. And around the middle, there's a row of lights. They change color in sequence as it kind of like strobes around the whole craft, but it doesn't seem like individual bulbs. It almost seems more fluid, the change of colors. But it kept the same pattern. And then all of a sudden the pattern changed like in intensity and in uh, speed. It started flashing uh, a lot more faster, a lot more intensely. And then when that happened, an interior light came on in the thing, which you could make out a row of windows above the, um, that light bar that was around the middle. It was kind of like a soft yellow light inside. And in that, you could see shadows of humanoid figures. You couldn't make out any details or anything. All you could really see was like a shadow of like shoulders and a head. You know, pretty close almost like what you'd see on a target or something like that. It, you know, it wasn't very descriptive or, you know, telling of anything. From our angle and our view, you know, we can't see anything to see that they're looking at us, and I shouldn't say we, because this is my interpretation, not necessarily. Um, but there was an intensely strong feeling of being stared at. Like, you know when somebody's watching you and you turn around and you see they're looking at you? It was like that, but it was almost more internal. Like, it really felt like somebody was watching you. It was almost like you knew a situation was going to go bad and you're being watched at the same time. It was an internal, almost instinctive, primal fear at that moment. Like, it'd almost be like if you <laughs> jumped up on a bear and cornered it or something. Like, you kind of felt at that moment that something was wrong. It felt like a long time, but it might only been 30 seconds or a minute of that intensity like that. And that was where my um, standing memory had a bland, 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 a bland. Over 20 years later, Mike did go through some hypnotherapy to help him remember what he went through that night. The following is a portion of that hypnotherapy session. I think I'm in it. You're in the craft now. I think. I seem to be in some type of doorway type thing. I don't know how I got to that point. Okay. Just tell me what you see, what you hear, what you feel. I feel physically cold, but it's can't really make out a lot of shapes or details, but it's very, not bright, but well lit. Very white, soft light, not blinding, but. Have you had a better glimpse of the people? No. I feel like there's things around, but I don't, I don't see anybody. 
When you say things, you mean beings. Yes. Okay. So you're standing essentially at the doorway. Yeah, I okay. I think I'm past that. I okay. feel I don't know if it's a room or the whole thing, or I feel centered in it. Okay. You're standing. Yes. Do you sense any type of communication from these beings? N not at this point. It's okay. more just kind of uh, being dumbfounded. Okay. There's dumb, yeah, dumbfounded. Maybe a little disbelief, like what's going on. But it's not. I don't feel. I don't feel fear. Okay. Then what do you experience next? I, I see one. He's tall. I don't I don't know if he's tall tall or if I'm just short. Okay. Describe the features. I only caught a quick glimpse, and I didn't really see his face. It, he moved past me, and he was almost hunched when he walked. He, he, his, wherever it is, that wouldn't have been his normal thing, I don't think. It, to his physical attributes, it, he looked hunched, not like it would be comfortable to be like that all the time. Okay. Was the form human-like? Arms, legs, torso, head? Yeah. Legs, I didn't really catch. It was okay. more... I'm assuming he must have had them, but it was more hips up mm -hmm. the arm if you looked at a human arm it seemed like the wrist was longer from like where your wrist should be instead of just going to a hand it was almost like there was another short piece of forearm there it could have just been the way he held it he looked crunched when he came through Was it clothed? I, I don't think so. Okay. How did its covering or skin appear? Not, not wet, not like drippy wet, but almost a shine to it, kind of, almost. drab to a brownish type gray. Very good, very good. And what else do you perceive or see or hear? 
the hum is pretty constant and the, the light is just engulfing. It's, it's hard to make much out of the light. It's, you can see in it, but it's not like having a light in your face. Okay. And you're still standing in the center? No. Where are you now? I'm laying down or I'm floating. I'm not vertical. So you are horizontal? Yeah. Are you on a table or a bed of some sort or just hovering? I don't know. It's okay. I don't feel anything under me. It's okay. it's actually it's comfortable. Okay. Do you notice any sensations around your body? There's movement by my feet, but it's I think there's things down there walking past, but I can't see them. Do you get any sense at all of how many of them there might be? I would say at least three from earlier when I was still outside and you could see okay. shadows. Okay. And do you get a sense of what they want? <laughs> it, it almost... I don't know if they want something. It's almost. It was supposed. It's more of a feeling it was supposed to happen. It's almost. They're not celebrating me, but it's almost like a, a birthday party there, there for me, but I don't. I don't know what they want. So they are there specifically for you? Yeah. This was not a chance happening. No. It was not random. No. Is this the first time you've ever experienced this? <laughs> At around age three? It was the first time I consciously remembered, but okay. it's, it's not feeling like that now. Some things are feeling a little familiar. Yeah. And again, do you get any sense of them communicating with you on any level, telepathically, uh, not orally, auditorial, auditorily? No, but okay. there's. They're trying to make me comfortable. Nobody said it. I, I just feel it. Okay. What else is happening? You're lying there, you feel comfortable. You feel welcomed. You have a sense that this is supposed to be. So what else can you tell me about this encounter? It's kind of just like going 
it's it's a checkup. It's like a checkup at the doctor's. Not so much a medical instrument. I don't see any of that. I just the feeling is it's a checkup. Wow, that's that's tough to listen to in some spots. Thank you for sticking with it. And once again, thank you for supporting me and my book and Mike. The link to financially support the book is in the notes. Thank you for listening. I'm Nomar Slavik. Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.